Hello, this is Matt Hale on Resonance 104.4 FM, our monthly's radio programme. Um, this is a little extra um, we're doing, uh, extra programme, I mean. Um, it's it's about, about 15 minutes, we think, we're not quite sure, but the subject is going to be basically uh, about the cuts which are about to be announced in a big way on 20th of October. We're sitting here now, I think it's probably the 7th of October, and I'm in the studio <coughs> with um, two people, John Douglas Miller and Andrew Hunt. Now... We were just talking in the cafe before we came in to do the programme, and uh, Andrew was... Well, we couldn't stop him, really. He was just <laughs> talking a lot about about various things that have been going on, because he runs a gallery called Focal Point in South End in the east of England. Yeah. If you're abroad, you'd like to know where, we, where South End is. I once got stuck off it in a boat for a long time, so I know exactly where South Even End is. Even if you're in the UK, you might want to know Yes, you might as well. The, yeah. I always assume everyone did geography at school, but perhaps they don't. Anyway, what we want to do is ask Andrew some questions about how his gallery is being affected or will be affected in the future as well by these cuts. So the cuts are coming apparently because the uh, Tory Liberal uh, joint government, coalition government, uh, feel that we should all have cuts. I think possibly 30% is (coughs) is a figure being banded around, um, which is possibly a higher percentage than uh, other departments in the, the, the government controls. So the Arts Council, for instance, would, are having to implement these, and they're having to do it in a very difficult... I mean, it's not an easy thing for them to do, and they don't want to do it, And uh, but they are being told they have to. So, Andrew, Focal Point Gallery, how... Yeah. Would it affect? Will it affect you? Um, well, th- these the, cuts. The, the answer to that is nobody knows yet. But, right, uh, the, right. Everyone's officially, speculating. Officially. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> so officially, I mean, the, the, uh, that's the answer. But um, basically, uh, the news that I've heard, obviously, focal point. Focal points, uh, like a lot of galleries, it's funded uh, jointly by the local authority and Arts Council England. So in our case, that's South End on Sea Borough Council, uh, and they're, they're, everyone's planning at the moment. Obviously, the the uh, the results of uh, well, the news about cuts will be launched on. 20th of November, but... Oh, sorry, I thought it was October, sorry. Sorry, uh, 20th of October. Oh, it is, sorry. it is, yeah. 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 And so the, um, the the thing is, at the moment, uh, both the local authority and the Arts Council have told us what to plan for. Um, right. So Arts Council have told all of its regularly funded organisations that it should plan for 30% cuts over the next three years, and we all know that. Um, and the lo- our local authority have been told that they're going to get up to 40% cuts. Right. Uh, it could be more, it could be less in both cases so uh, no one really knows but um, I mean there are wider implications anyway because I think that uh, uh, you know basically in our region they've been very in in terms of the Arts Council they've been very transparent with us so that there's going to be a complete restructuring of all of the regularly funded 800 regularly funded yeah, so in the UK there are 800 anyway people who get money to run their galleries and their programs yeah. which they can rely on for how long how long is well, your grant around, for uh, three, about three years three years uh, funding agreement okay. in each case so that goes from 800 down to 200 people would get galleries would get that money still well they're, they're basically what they're saying saying is uh, out of the 800 uh, regularly funded organisations there's going to be two new uh, types of funding to replace regularly RFOs regularly funded organisations so there'll be uh, partnerships and programmes and partnerships are the uh, are the kind of major is a much more closely working or, uh, kind of relationship with the arts council than is currently even worked on with RF. So it'd be RFOs. more hands on. Yeah, by and, the arts like council. The way it was described to me is that the arts council will be all over those organisations like a rash. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> the two hundred. Yeah. So 
So 200 out of the 800, approximately. Yeah. This is, this yeah. is again, no, this is well, speculation well, you know, as You're well. just telling us what you know so far yeah, as, as possible. this is what I've heard. Um, and uh, depending on who you talk to, um, this, this is either right or wrong, but I've heard this. And then the other 600 would be, uh, you know, allocated to the programmes, hopefully. But it's a funny situation because, obviously, some of the more... F- some of uh, the failing organisations, whatever failing, is. failing means, and the criteria for that won't be given any of the funding, and they'll be kind of uh, they'll be you know taken off as a, uh, a quasi RFO, and it's an opportunity for other organisations to actually become part of this, this new kind so of. There could be quite a lot of change. So some new people come, so old people an, go. Yeah, it's an optimistic thing about organisations who haven't. There's a window opening actually by the looks of yeah, it. And yeah. basically it's like reapplying for your job. You have to reapply yeah. Not, for never funding. a nice thing to have no. to do. <laughs> Let's be honest about it. I mean exactly. we, we we would obviously prefer the eight hundred to continue uh, as they are and, and, and but but there's no point in having all these buildings with a few staff well, and yeah. no money to run the the exhibitions I to pay artists to come and do anything or you know to take on touring shows I mean this is the problem is that you end up with lots of buildings well, basically the, with the nothing thing happening is, is that what's interesting is that we, there was a uh, meeting in I think it was the end of July where um lots of people who run galleries directors of galleries mainly uh, you know obviously the the publicly funded galleries were invited to take modern by Nicholas Sorota to uh uh, take part in a kind of consultation meeting and for everyone to meet and come up with a strategy. And, and at the end of that, a press release was written to say that, you know, all of the people from these, there was about 70, 60 to 70 to 80 organisations yep. represented. Anything from uh, the small organisations like Focal Point up to kind of places like, uh, I don't know, Icon and Serpentine. And, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, Julia Payton-Jones and, yeah. and, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. so p- every, all the directors such as Julia Payton-Jones and uh, Stephen Snoddy was there. And Stephen Snoddy uh, gave... A few, was one from of the, Walsall. He's from Walsall. From Walsall. New York yeah. Gallery Walsall, yeah. He was one of the people who gave a presentation and he gave a very systematic breakdown that if 30% cuts were applied over three years uh, that it would affect his organization in a really massive way because effectively all the program budget would would be gone and there'd just be you know there would be a building with no art to be yeah, cause essentially. We, we, just to be really clear we, we, i mean the, the arts council funding does help the buildings run yeah i mean it, so all the normal things that you have to pay for but so if you take away some of the money, they're still going to run the building because yeah. the building still exists. I mean, but they may have to cut staff. Yeah, and then, exactly. And then they sort of have big building, but less staff is, and no exhibitions. Yeah, the danger is, is that staff will be cut down, their days will be cut down, and eventually jobs will go, and that experience that's been, been built up over 15 to we 20 wasted. years. Wasted. And you can see it as obviously a very ideological uh, um, kind of strategy by the government uh, if they do cut things, to actually completely dismantle what's been <coughs> built up by... All t- all basically during, during the Labour yeah, uh, 15 the, years yeah, or, or more. Exactly, and, and the massive achievements that have been, you know, kind of built and the success of art has been, over the last 15 years, will be will be taken away, you know, demolished in, you know, yeah. a few months maybe, if in a worst-case scenario. But... Um, you know, the, the thing is, is that, you know, the, the whole idea is that, that the government's argument is that we art should be relying more on philanthropy and uh, the private sector in some ways. But the, 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 the infrastructure for that simply doesn't exist in this country. It's, we're not like America in that respect. You know, all of the philanthropists and donors for 
you know, kind of funding in our... They're, they're mainly in London, and all of the same organisations are going for the same people to help them support their programme. Do you mean program. B- BP? Um, well, yeah, th- yeah. That's, I mean, that's one of the major ones, but um, even individuals and kind of, you know, right. collectors yeah. and people. So you're saying basically in America, for instance, the, the pot to dip into of the private fund, you know, uh, pa- patronage kind of funding yeah. is bigger. Is that what you're saying? I think it's just more part of the fabric of the it's way more things in their, work. That's the way they think yeah. more. And there's no real infrastructure in this country that we can rely on for that so um, the you know the idea the idea is that it's it is is interesting because it cut it's just a ridiculous thing to cut the arts basically because there's no economic argument for it because there's a you know there's a very well-worn fact that for every pound that's put into it two pounds comes back through tourism into the economy yeah so, i mean yes people do come to this country to see our culture yeah. which is, is in a lot of the galleries and and, and if, you, if they're not doing anything they won't come <laughs> exactly i mean the, the, the whole thing is that you know that's that was part of the turning point which is part of the arts council's their argument against yeah yeah they, they, this is campaign to save the arts which so in in terms of David Shrigley's animation there's a uh, you know it says you know like it's one of the you know one of the things that we we still do really well in this country is is culture and the arts so you know it shouldn't be why should we want to destroy that you know yeah. it's one of the last things I mean most of our manufacturing issues have gone and now now we're <laughs> having to go into culture they've done yeah. one now they're going to do it is a, it is a bit unbelievable the whole thing really I mean I'm interested in this idea that that they might think that we we could fund everything by private patronage I mean, and in America and I don't pretend to understand it but I know there was somebody came and talked at the ICA recently I'm afraid I can't remember his name but it was a, it was about a system of, of basically online donation where there was some kind of website they have in America where you put up ideas about what you want to do artistically and mm. then people can donate and if you get a certain amount of, you have to get a certain amount of money in a certain amount of time and if and and if you do, you you get the money. If you if it doesn't happen quick enough mm. and enough, uh, enough people don't aren't interested, you don't get it. Yeah. But I mean, the, the implication was that that's something we should do here as well. I mean, it just sounds awful to me. Yeah. The, the, well, it's, the, just, it's so it, random. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of a strange voting system for art, isn't it? You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's very it's, the whole thing. I find quite uh, disturbing, really. I mean, I mean, yeah. Art Monthly, you have to say, is an arts council funded yeah. uh, object. We don't have a high percentage of of, of our what we run on from the arts council at all, and I don't, and I think, I think we'd survive if we if we weren't to have it. But I, I, we would be in trouble. The main thing, however, I have to say is, I mean, I'm, I'm the advertising manager of Art Monthly. All the advertising we get is mostly from publicly funded galleries, yeah. and the first thing they're going to cut is advertising. And re- yeah. in reality, Art Monthly has to have advertising to to, to exist. So it, it, the knock on effect. Well, I'm just saying that because you have this knock on effect. Mm. You. Know, you it's not just the galleries that will go. It's that all the other things that that, yeah. are, that come with the art world, <coughs> the whole infrastructure will, 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 will just be affected as well. Yeah, so you're, if we're not careful. Yeah, yeah, you know, we've been running since 1976, and we don't we don't have a huge turnover. So it's, it doesn't take a huge amount to topple you. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, I mean, obviously that's the argument where, you know, do the conservative liberal coalition, do they know what they're doing? Are they aware of this? Are they, are they completely... Well, if they do, then they're evil. And yeah. if they don't know, they're stupid. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that's what we're all trying to figure out at the yeah, moment, isn't well, it, really? But um, it all will be revealed on the 20th of October. But, I mean, I mean, what's interesting, I find, in terms of the private thing is that, you know, you've obviously got this concentration of, of private... Uh, you know, kind of don't uh, people who donate money to the arts to keep programs going in London. 
So it's got implications <coughs> for the regions as well, which is traditionally disadvantaged. Always, in, always. In terms of culture. So it will just mean everything is stuck into... More London-centric. Yeah. Yeah, we don't so really need more London-centricity. No, which I mean, has been, again, something that's been kind of... Uh, dis- you know, that's something that's been kind of... Uh, uh, dispersed over the last 15 years there's been more art in the regions which is a good thing because well yeah I mean you, you said Stephen Stoddy from, from New York Gary Walsall which, yeah. I've, which I've been to a few times and I mean if you took that away from where it is what there's else? only a yeah. su- all there is is, is is a row of supermarkets and a yeah. car park just shopping and, yeah. and, 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 and roads and there's, there's it's, I mean I'm sorry to diss Wolverhampton uh, Walsall but there's not else not much else there really yeah I mean, you know, they desperately need that that cultural Central um, just to show gallery people, there, just to show people that there's something different. Well, show they yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just it just goes down to opportunities for people. You know, I mean, it's come, becomes a class issue, obviously, because you know about what people, how people receive information, and how people kind of get different opportunities when they're young and kids. And you know, why should it just be people in the capital city with a lot of money whose kids are able to have a good education and see good art. Yeah, people in the South End deserve it just as much. Exactly, yeah. 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 By the way, the Serpentine Gallery has just got the building next door over the river to expand into, which is it's a really interesting time for that to happen. How are they going to afford, but they probably will, to, to expand at a time when they're about to get these cuts? And the reason probably is because they can probably mm. attract, as you're saying, they are the perfect gallery to be patronised by the private <coughs> because there's, you know, Hyde Park yeah. you know, it's a lovely place, it's, you know, they're going to have a restaurant and all, it's all just going to well, be sorry, similar, John, do it, come in, John. It, it's similar to the Tate as well though, isn't it? I mean, they're building this new building but I've heard apparently they're only going to be able to do uh, two exhibitions a year at the moment. So if they're what, in, in the new the, bit? The main, no, no, oh, in, in, in oh, the oh, old really? part they're going to be cutting down to save money, apparently it's not going to be doing as many exhibitions as they have been doing so what's going to happen with the new bit that costs 272 million that they're going to have on the side of another empty building, by the sounds. Well, of it. yes, and we do. We don't, we don't need more empty buildings. Well, this is the thing. I mean, like you know, it goes back to the argument that people are more important than than buildings in some respects, and mm. it should all be about that. But um, I mean, all of these things. It should. We shouldn't really, I think, criticise maybe um, Serpentine Gallery and Tate over regional disadvantage. But I think because the thing is, there's a danger that there'll be a, a fragmentation of. Of the art world's, you know, kind of yeah. No, unified, you, you, you know, I think you know. that's that. And Sorota's um, um, calling that meeting was actually a good gesture, really, of yeah. unification, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, I, you yeah, have, I admire him for doing it, really. Yeah, well, he didn't have to bother, really. Mm. Well, I think the good thing about it was the fact that you know um, Tate aren't directly funded by the Arts Council, so they were in a free situation to be able to call lots all the Arts Council funded organisations, local authority organisations, into one place and say, look, you don't have to be good boys and girls and uh, toe the party line here, just say what you think. And it was actually quite interesting and, you know, it was a, the, the, this press release yeah. was written at the end with all of the organisations written on that and, uh, you know, the idea is, again, it's just a part of this big uh, kind of push to save the arts from being cut, really. Yeah, so, well, um, we, 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 we will find out on the 20th of October whether or not, you know, and it's still running, uh, uh, had had an effect on the, on the thinking of the government. But listen, uh, John and... Uh, Andrew, thanks ever so much um, that we've done this little extra snippet for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, and perhaps that's the wrong word, enjoy. <laughs> it was a very joyous subject matter. But anyway, um, this is Matt Hale on Art Monthly, Residence Radio 104.4 FM, thanking you all for listening. And back next month.